Hello. Welcome back. Hola, ¿cómo estás? Estoy bien, ¿y tú? Sí. <laughs> yeah. See, <laughs> yeah. <Si>, motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, uh, I'm doing good. You know, uh -huh. I had a good week. Okay. Uh, podcast is doing really well. Yeah. Mr. Robot is resonating with people. This is a. Uh, these are our most popular episodes, and we've had one of them. These are indeed. These are indeed. Yeah. Uh, so, if you are a fan of the podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts and rate and review. That's the way we grow. That would help a lot. Uh, share it with your friends. Do. Do what you need to to get Penny Bloom out there, the best ro Mr. Robot podcast that exists. You know. I am your co-host, Colton Robertson, joined by none other than the magnificent Tavares Pennington. Say what's up. How's, how's, how's it going? I said say what's up. How's, how's, how, how are we doing? <laughs> <laughs> All right, so Mr. Robot episode two, shall we dive in? Yeah. We shall. Let's do it. So uh, before we get into it, I wanted to uh, make some... Corrections from last week and just mention some things about the premiere. Uh, tax uh, the taxidermy bitch's name is Janice. You just let me say Jonas. The entire podcast last week. Wait, is that the... Uh, it's the big old lady that does taxidermy. Yeah. Wait, the one that was uh, at Dom's house? Yes. Okay. Name's Janice. I never even caught that. I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> <laughs> last week, last week I was just like Jonas, 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 and I, then I, I kind of thought her name was Jonas. <laughs> yeah, and then I watched it this week, and it was like Janice, and I was like, wait a second. <laughs> <laughs> yep. And then uh, also in the premiere, I uh, sent you a video of this on Snapchat last night. There was a uh, a poster when Freddie Lomax oh, yeah. gets on the uh, train. Mm -hmm. That is uh, that's for a show called Shift Control, and. Uh, on the poster is a dude sitting on his computer wearing one of the F Society masks, which, and on it it says, uh, "Epic finale coming December," or "Epic finale coming Christmas time," you know, yeah. and uh, which is pretty applicable to the show itself. Yeah. And uh, I'm wondering whether or not it's like an in-universe adaptation of the Five Nine Attacks, or if that was like supposed to just be like a subtle little thing for Honestly, us. Honestly, it's probably both. Yeah, they, it is. I, I, feel, I know Sam asked me how likes the throw. There's like some very elaborate like things that Easter they, eggs, yeah, and yeah shit like, like Easter that. eggs that they do. Like I don't really like. I don't think I watch hard enough to ever catch them. But yeah, I, I haven't either. But it, and it's a, just a dense show. Like there's a lot going on. Like yeah, if, focus, if I go back and rewatch it, yeah, I'll look for exactly. Stuff. Yeah, I'll look for more uh, uh, foreshadowing and shit. Because I'm sure if I go back and rewatch, there's gonna be some foreshadowing for shit that I'll be like, oh my yeah. god, what yeah, the exactly. fuck. But yeah, uh, Mr. Robot, Season 4, Episode 2, Payment Required, Payment was the required. title. Uh, we open on a small television screen, and it, uh, it's showing us images of the Berlin Wall being knocked down as uh, Philip Price narrates, giving us a history lesson in how Xi Zhang, White Rose, came to be. Uh, his goal, to bring together the most powerful men to consolidate control and manipulate global events for profit named this group Deus. Deus. Pretty dope-ass name, Honestly, not going to lie. Yeah. Uh, he, he goes on to pin the first Gulf War on this, and then also went on to say that the internet was created by them. Yeah. Which makes, makes a lot sense. of sense. Makes sense. That's, that's exactly, like, when I heard that, I was just like, oh, yep, okay. You're, like, we you're like, okay, well, that makes sense if this giant group that controls the world is like, well, how do we gain control of everybody? Make everybody get together. And yeah. where do you do that? The fucking the internet. The fucking internet. The internet, man. It's crazy. Yeah. It's crazy out there. Uh, so the internet was created. And everyone was willingly, 
giving away their information <laughs> to them. Uh, with Deus behind it, E-Corp became the greatest front in the history of the world for a criminal organization. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and then whatever Zhang is building, that multi-million dollar project, appears to have been the motivation behind all of it. All Do of we know what that is yet? We don't. And I'm curious They've as to whether the fuck we are ever actually going to find out. Yeah, I know. They, they just are so comfortable just being like... He's uh, working on something. Until we... Sh- what does he say? Until we ship? Like, until... Yeah. Like, my project ships? Well, they're shipping it to the Congo. Yeah. Yeah. It's just I like, don't know what they're what doing there. What is the like, project? Like... And, uh... It's interesting, too, because that's kind of a trope they've used with White Rose. Yeah. Is, like, we don't know what the fuck... What the fuck's going on with him at any yeah. time. Like... Ultimately, everything that was happening with E Corp, like uh, Mr. Uh, like Philip Price said, it was yeah. all just pettiness to get at him. Yeah. So they might they might just be playing like or, or Sam Esmail might just be playing a little game, just like maybe pushing this idea that you can't you can't understand power. Yeah. You, but I really hope he's not. I hope he's not too. I want to know what the fuck that like, thing. What the hell? Like she had Angela convinced she was gonna get back with her mom that's what i'm saying that was the like the most explicitly i've ever heard her talk about like any intention and i was just like this just seems like implausible but like, i mean it's white rose so and also plausible. also like my thought was like how is she gonna reunite her with her mom i know that was a, a lie now yeah but like at the time i was like how is she gonna reunite her with her mom why is this giant massive multi-million dollar machine dedicated to like saving like individual people's lives like, <laughs> oh, like bring them back alive like from the grave yeah, like, I don't know like, I, it's it's clearly not everyone? that it's like, clearly what, what not profit oh, would, what, what profit, what profit would, that would that bring him yeah it doesn't yeah. make sense uh, anyway we get the uh, explanation here uh, Philip was talking to Elliot giving that spiel and uh, he told Elliot you're lucky that I was the one who was notified you went in there mm-hmm. because if not you dead at the moment you did uh and uh Mr. Robot again addresses us directly, which I like. I like the Mr. Robot's addressing us and not Elliot. I know it's kind of weird because it, it, it like that's on, almost like poetic justice too. It's like the show is Mr. Name and Mr. he's Robot. also accepted the fact that he's called Mr. Robot. Exactly. He's always been like is that still what he's calling me? Like yeah. I'm Mr. Robot and then in episode 1 when Lomax was like who are you? He goes I'm Mr. Robot. Mm-hmm. And you're like, oh, <laughs> you are. You are. You admit the it. Pinnacle. <laughs> uh, he says, it's not crazy we're alive. It's crazy that he saved us, the enemy, the one we've been after the whole time. Mm-mm-mm. Mr. Robot proposes the idea of working together to take down White Rose and the Deus group. And uh, Philip immediately tells Elliot that uh, the only way they could do that is to make contact through Susan Jacobs. Who at the time we know, Darlene killed. I, I didn't even connect it until they showed the picture. I, was, I, I, I watched the previously. Oh. The previously on Mr. It? Robot, and it was like uh, Darlene zapping Susan Jacobs, and they said, well, you have to talk to Susan Jacobs, and yeah. they showed her. I just never really cared. Like, I mean, she, I, I, I didn't remember her name re- until then. Yeah, they really made her seem like, and like A it makes sense player. now, but it was like, I never really understood why she was in the show, or like, why it, they took so much time and care to pre- like show her story like, yeah and i thought ultimately when her story ended i thought it was just to show where darlene had mm-hmm. gone like what but now she's tied into a whole lot of bigger shit yeah and it seems like there's like this idea that 
that the dark army likes to utilize uh, this idea that every person is, is potentially an operative. You know, yeah. like every person is potentially in on the scheme. Like there's no one that you can trust outside of the people you trust. You know. Mm -hmm. So due to the fact that Susan Jacobs is missing, uh, Philip tells Elliot this is pointless. This is just a blip on yeah. the radar of Deus. And Elliot's like, then do it for your daughter. And he's like, oh, damn. You know Had about that shit? pull out the big cards. He begins to harp on the fact that there is something good left in Philip that we mentioned last week when we talked about uh -huh. it. And I was we like, did. hey. Yeah. I was like, hey, we was just we, talking we, about we, we that. We did. And uh, he says there's something good in him. And he knows there's something that's making him wanting to stop, look away. You know? Yeah. <sighs> On top of the already impossible task at hand, taking down Deus, Elliot decides he wants to make it even more impossible. And he tells uh, Philip to get the Deus group together in the next eight days. <laughs> He's like, you know, get all the world leaders and get them in the same room. And uh, Elliot tells him that if you do nothing here, you're pretty much dead anyway. Yeah. So let's just, let's just get the show on the road. What do you say? Philip says he became a dead man walking the moment he began working with White Rose. The moment. He exits the room and all safe, and Mr. Robot and Elliot discuss their next move. Elliot insists that Philip still wants in, because if he didn't, he'd be dead. He receives a phone call from Darlene, where he learns that his mother has died. And this was fucking hilarious this to me. was a weird yeah this was a weird this was funny as shit this was, next at, part at first i was like oh no is ellie gonna get sad but i was like i mean i feel like his mother was kind of like a piece of shit yeah like even like in his fantasy season like she was beating she, the shit out of darlene was, and like yeah yeah but like when he was like supposedly oh, living, living there, with yeah. her uh she was just kind of non-essential to anything mm. that elliot was doing or thinking like she was just kind of there yeah. Like, and, like, I I feel like Mr. Robot kind of shows, like, they take those things, like, see, like, and that's that, Im those are important nuances. Yes, yes, they are. And, like, even back when he visited her mm -hmm. after he got out of jail, she didn't say a fucking word to him. Yeah. And I thought maybe she was just kind of, like, she doesn't, she doesn't talk. Maybe yeah. she's mute at this point. Maybe she's, something happened and she doesn't talk anymore. But the lady who comes in and talks to them just now is like, oh, she's one of the nicest women I've ever met. <laughs> I love her so much. Yeah. And they're like, okay, dude, <laughs> shut the fuck up. <laughs> we know her and she's not that dope. Yeah. <laughs> Donate the shit. And they go, what are we supposed to do? And she's like, well, when my dad died, I found the Lord. And, <laughs> and Elliot's like, nah, bitch, with the boxes. No. <laughs> so Elliot starts packing all, his all the shit up, and uh, Darlene attempts to talk to him a little bit, but Elliot, Elliot shuts her down. And at this point, I was a little concerned that we were going to get into a little rabbit hole where, where uh, Elliot was going to kind of be like, everyone around me dies yeah. sort of thing. Yeah. And uh, that's not where it went, so I was happy with that. Yeah. But uh, he he obviously shut her down in that moment. And uh, Darlene makes herself at home. She puts on her mom's coat. She finds a pack of cigarettes, and she opens the window, and she starts squatting there. And Elliot's like, yo, what are you doing? You ain't ever wanted a part of this. What? 
why you seem pretty comfortable now. <laughs> and she's like, I don't know. I'm just kind of relieved. <laughs> and you're like, wait a second. And I was just like, the truth is the truth comes out. Yeah. I was like, obviously. Yeah, like, clearly. Yeah. And she says she's relieved and that she's actually like happier now that her mom's <laughs> dead. She's just like, that's a weight off my metaphorical back. Yeah. And Elliot doesn't seem as excited about the situation but he he's never kinda, really seems kinda, excited about anything he's just kind of like just he's he's a he's a man on a mission this season he's, yeah he, exactly. he hasn't shown any sort of well he's shown nothing but emotion in a way but he's he's immovable like he's just like i'm, nothing, I'm doing something it doesn't yeah, matter what else fa- is happening. nothing's really phasing him yeah and then uh elliot finds his uh his old walkman and just darlene's like oh that's dope i'll keep it this comes back up later. And then Darlene finds that their mom had a safety deposit box, which I'm intrigued by. Which is very intriguing. I was I was I was fascinated. I was like, well they like what was they she on was she what, in on it? What we gonna get? What we gonna get? <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> what you gonna do? There's two ways in this world. You either kill yourself or get killed. <laughs> what you gonna do? <laughs> oh, the next scene was uh, we uh, we got Dom being interrogated about Santiago's disappearance, right? And uh, as the interview progresses... Dom, I really don't know what to do with Dom's storyline. I am... I'm conflicted at the moment because it doesn't seem like it's really headed anywhere. Yeah. It's just kind of like it's just going to follow her she, until she's... just following the repercussions of last season. Yeah, and I'm hoping something comes up. Like, mm-hmm. something more happens, like... Maybe she becomes a woman on a mission, like I said last week, and like teams up and yeah. figures out a way to get this shit done outside the law. But I don't know. I just don't see it going that way. Yeah, exactly. Um, so as the interview progresses, Dom becomes less of a stone wall and eventually says, I believe Santiago was a double agent, mm-hmm. which she knows is true. Yeah. She then lies about the cover story. Yeah. Or she gives a cover story and lies about the actual story. Yeah. She... Uh, she basically thinks that the moments fo- following making the statement, it seemed like she was, like, getting people killed. <laughs> like, it just seemed bad. Yeah. And uh, she slowly proceeds with the story and says that uh, Santiago was working with the Trujillo drug cartel, which we have not come into contact with mm-hmm. at all. It's just yeah. some known I cartel. Just, the, which made me think that I wonder if this is kind of her actually doing the Dark Army shit. Like, Oh, it was. Yeah. 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 Yeah, it, and she was, uh, so that scene happens. She's, she rats uh-huh. on him in a different way than was actually real. What was really cool about that scene, though, that I noticed specifically was uh, the symmetry of the cinematography. Oh, like, yeah. Like, there was a point where... Oh, yeah. No. Okay, so listen to this. I got I'm, you. I'm reading this book. Or I actually, I already finished it. This is called, it was like the... Um, I don't know. I might have talked to you about it. It was like the top 150 design principles. Um, oh. But it talked about, like... Just like when you design a, a, a screen, like like during filmmaking, basically imagine a grid there. Yeah. And there was a, a scene where, like, uh, I'll, I'll point it out when we get to it it's not for a while, but there's a scene where they almost started, like, simulated the grid on the background, and, like, the positioning of it was, like, dead in the center. Yeah, that's so dead satisfying. And it's like they did that multiple times. Like when they zoomed in on the interrogator's face, yes. I was like, "Yo, this is a weird ass moment." Like, what am I supposed to think about this dude right now? Yeah, like, they uh, when they showed that interview scene in specifics, it was like uh, 
Darlene was sitting in her chair. There was a computer screen above her, one to her left and one to her right, and everything just felt very just like complete mm-hmm. and full, and it was just so satisfying yeah, to look at. It was. Uh, the next, uh, the next scene is Dom on the phone with uh, Jonas. Let's say Jonas. Uh, <laughs> Uh, she's on the phone discussing the interview, and uh, as Janice just continues to passively, aggressively threaten her, she's like, oh, <laughs> hope it went well. <laughs> if it didn't, you'll die. <laughs> you <know. laughs> she, she seems so sweet. <laughs> uh, she assures her that, like, she is 99.9% sure that they bought it. Yeah. Uh, the scene ends when an old woman slams her dead dog <laughs> in front of Janice, and it's like... Um, I want her with me forever. I was like, yo, what the fuck? Yeah, I don't know. This <laughs> yeah, people like that are weird. Yeah. You get your dog stuffed when it dies? Yeah, fuck that. Ooh. You're Ooh. a psychopath. Yeah, that's crazy. I understand being attached. I've, I've had dogs. They've passed. It's sad. I don't know. stuff your dog. Yeah. <laughs> just don't do it. Just don't do it. It's, like, it's, it's not it, There's normal. an element it's of not... it that's disrespectful. Like, it's Honestly, just like... yeah. It's like, just... anytime you get a stu- like an animal stuffed, it's usually because you're the one who killed that fucking exactly. animal. Exactly. <laughs> like, it's just, why Why do that? You know, lay it to rest. Like, we don't stuff humans, dude. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> if we did, Jesus Christ. Fuck, that would uh, be morbid. <laughs> oh, God, I don't want to even... Uh, no, let's <laughs> move on. Uh, <laughs> we go back to Mr. Robot Nelly. And uh, Mr. Robot is trying to convince Elliot to really feel all the feelings that he needs to feel about his mother's death. And he's like, you know, you, you seem to be holding back a little bit. Like, let's let's air it out. You know? Let's talk let's about it, it a little bit. And he says, if we don't give, get back to work, none of this shit even matters. So shut the fuck up, Mr. Robot. I'm going to do me. Robot addresses us directly. He says, I agree. That could have gone better. Fuck you. <laughs> I was just like, I was like, what the hell? Like, I was... I was <laughs> Uh, like, that's so Mr. Robot. Yeah, though. exactly. I was just like, are you like indicting me for like something that you said that I probably noticed? Like, what the hell? Like, <laughs> he said, I agree. That could have gone better. Like, it's he's he's thinking like you are thinking. Yeah. Jeez, that could have gone better. Exactly. So he's like, I agree. That could have gone better. Fuck you for thinking that. Right. Like, <laughs> what the hell? <laughs> it's just like, damn, you're reading my mind. Yeah. Uh, but uh, next we uh we get Darlene just. Shitting on her mom to the funeral planner. (laughs) And Elliot just walks up, says, Cremation, cardboard coffin, cheapest to earn. (laughs) End of scene. The the funniest (laughs) thing, too, is right before that, Darlene's like, what she didn't give me like a fucking like list like yeah, we didn't have like, a when we didn't you have die wishes convers- yeah like when you die conversation we like, like that <laughs> and then Ellie just comes up he comes on he goes cremation cardboard coffin cheapest turn <laughs> end of scene <laughs> and I was like jeez man they hated cardboard their mom coffin. that shit sent me <laughs> cardboard coffin I was just like wait cremation though yo put her in a box. <laughs> <laughs> Put put the put the burn her ass. Put her in a urn. <laughs> cheapest one you can find. Put her in a box. Put her in the ground. <laughs> oh Jesus! <laughs> uh, next, we return to the uh, the problem of the safety deposit box, mm. uh, where Darlene is curious as shit, and Elliot doesn't seem to give a fuck. <laughs> you know, which I can't believe. Honestly, I don't think I would either. Like, yeah, if I, I'm just kind of like, I mean, she had a safe. I mean, I'd be intrigued. Like, but so upon hearing like you know the ensuing information, I would have just been like, oh, oh well. Yeah, exactly. Like, so would I. But so, Darlene poses the idea: maybe she had secrets, Elliot. And ul- ultimately, Elliot's just like Jesus Christ. I'll just shut the fuck up. Yeah. Like, 
Ah, like he just he's pissed. He yells. They yell at each other, all brother sisterly, and uh, resolve it with a calm chat about their childhood. And uh, Darlene breaks and tells Elliot that she needs him more than ever. Uh, mostly because you know there was nothing in that safety deposit box. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we then cut to a uh, to Dom in an interrogation, where she receives a text. Sorry to hear about your coworker. Wait, what? <laughs> uh, excuse me? Muhammad Ji, huh? Wait, wait, why? <laughs> she then receives the news that the man she met with earlier in the day, the one that she said she was 99.9% sure about that bought the story, he dead. He dead now. He got killed. Dead no. Or it was a, uh, it was a car crash. Uh, and he, yeah. he got killed. Yeah. Uh, she then receives another text from Jonas, and it says, 99.9% isn't good enough. Let's strive to keep it 100. 100 emoji. <laughs> Can you imagine, like, that happening? Like, <laughs> You're just like, fuck you, Jonas. Ooh. At least say 100%. <laughs> <laughs> just like you're dealing with, like, this, like, fucking, like, the most terror, like, probably the most... Uh, Horrific thing that could happen to pretty much anyone. Well, like, not only that, but just, like, the most developed terrorist network to ever exist yeah and they're on your ass and they're sending you texts like hey 99 ain't good enough <laughs> keep it 100 emojis. <laughs> <laughs> what are you talking about and you're just like wait a second <laughs> like, hold on hold on huh oh then we go back to the safety deposit box store where we find out there was oh. nothing in the safe uh darling flips out on the guy and then just sits there and elliot is finally forced to talk to her uh, we find out that all this recent resentment from Darlene is is because Elliot doesn't seem to care about Angela's death, according to her. Which she is very wrong. Very wrong about. And uh, now Darlene is trying to figure out how to move on from it, and Elliot admits that he hasn't moved on at all. Which, we know. We it was extremely obvious. Very. Uh, and he, he certainly is just having a fucking rough go of it. He always is, isn't he? Yeah, he hasn't had a good moment in this show. You know, and it's terrible that the best shows are the shows that terrorize the protagonist, but, you know. That's just how it goes sometimes. That's how it goes. And it's, probably it, it makes more, for the best story. Probably it, says more about us than him. <laughs> yeah, a little bit more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he then shows Darlene the tape that was in the Walkman, and it said, uh, on it, it said, Happy Mother's Day. Darlene is curious how she ever got a hold of this it was never actually for her and they discuss how she must have wished that it was for her yeah and man that part it got me a little bit i was like oh you know, man that's sad damn then they play the recording it fucked me up dude i was <laughs> like no <laughs> no we can't hear it as darlene listens and elliot is keeping his distance he's like i don't want to hear it yeah and then as it keeps going on it's like I ain't no fucking <laughs> and then we hear Elliot, Darlene, and Angela, which I did. I was like, "Oh no, uh, Angela's in this." Yeah, <laughs> and it was wishing Mrs. Moss, Angela's mom, a happy Mother's Day. Tear, <laughs> tear down, down the, the face. eye. That 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 fucked me up. That fucked me up good. Yeah. Understandable. Uh, the next uh, next little bit we got was uh, Philip and White Rose meeting up. Philip comes out, he's like, I'm resigning. I'm done with this bullshit. Effective immediately. Power I will not move. I will not make it to the new year. 
And uh, when White Rose says, no, no, <laughs> that's not the deal. And he says, oh, yes, yes, but here's the thing. <laughs> I don't care. <laughs> Give a fuck. <laughs> Sir. Sorry. It's taking a moment to think if I care, <laughs> if I give a fuck. I don't. Uh, we then find out why Philip is saying that he's quitting. He says, you realize that if you resign, the Deus group must meet in person to agree on your successor. And you're like, oh, <laughs> 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 that's interesting. <laughs> Philip walks out as White Rose rages on. And uh, Philip turns to say, there's an end point. There must be, eventually. I've reached mine. As far as games are concerned, you should be happy. You've won. And I was like, damn. This is just another like example of how White Rose isn't going to be satisfied. Yeah. He, she, he, I, them, I don't know. They're very likely to just get to where they want to be, and then it's going to be full Tyrell Wellick. And it's going to be like, well, shit. This isn't what I thought. <laughs> but uh, Philip walks out in White Rose. Knocks down the Christmas tree, just wrecks the whole shit. We, uh, yeah, it's they mad, they mad, and I, I mean, can't blame them. No, given what his mission I is, mean, I'd be pissed too. Yeah, but you know, uh, it's power move. It was you a gotta, power you move. You gotta respect the power move. I do. I do respect the power move immensely. Next, we're at the uh, funeral home, and uh, Elliot gets a call from Philip says, I played my hand, now we wait. That's all you can do, you know? Now, now it's just like, I'm I am so excited. Like, what is about to happen? Why are we going to be able to... Shit? I like how earlier in the episode, too, uh, Philip mentioned that he was like, what do you think the crown prince of Saudi Arabia has a cell phone for more than five days? Yeah. Like, obviously not. That dude's like a war criminal. Exactly. I didn't say that. What? <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> uh, but yeah, he's, it's just like, this is the most powerful group of people on earth. That's yeah. so weird to think about. Yeah, it's weird. And uh, Elliot's ultimately like, yep, yeah, thank you. And then <laughs> Philip's like, I'm not doing this for you. <laughs> Don't get it twisted. This, this sh- I, I'm yeah. pissed. He's I'm like, <laughs> yeah, no, fuck you. Like, <laughs> fuck no. you. Fuck you. On the real. We'll still keep it cordial, <laughs> but we don't we don't like each other. I don't fuck with you. <laughs> I ain't fuck with you. Uh, Darlene then confronts Elliot, saying that she saw his phone and asked why he's se- he's uh, hacking Susan's ecoin wallet. And he said, mm, "Don't." He's, he said, "He said, well, why the fuck you care?" Yeah, he's like, "Wait, <laughs> he stay said, wait up, a second. Stay up by my beeswax." How do you know Susan? Who? Who? What's her name again? How you know that? Darlene hesitates. I I knew her. Oh, shit. Oh, shit. I, I knew her. She says slowly and shakily. She then admits that she killed the bitch. And Elliot is like, oh, oh my God. Like, he was like more shook up than I've ever seen him. I mean, it makes sense, though. Like, oh, and that's it, his lead. Like, oh, it also, though, it that was his lead, but it was also his little sister. And I think that's like part of part of it. His little sister killed this woman. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Like, not the way that Elliot's killed people, because Elliot has killed people. Uh-huh. Like, people have died because of Elliot, but he's never directly murdered somebody. Yeah, exactly. So, when he finds out that Darlene had it in her to kill, he's like, whoa. 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 And then, uh, obviously, that was also his only lead, so he's pretty fucking mad. He goes, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> 
I'd, I'd be upset too. And he yelled that at the cross. At the cross. Which I thought was... He was like, Jesus fucking Christ! <laughs> to look right at Jesus. <laughs> she says that she Gotta had to know... Contact. Yeah. <laughs> she says that she had to know that they'd be okay even if he knew what she did. It doesn't seem like right away he was like all mm, in on that he's shit. He's like, uh, like, why? He breathes shakily and he steps to her. He says, uh... I read what she did in the Washington Township case. I need everything you have on Susan Jacobs. He didn't let himself get all sidetracked like he uh-huh. he, he says there's a mission, we need to focus here. And then the moment he was about to get all all human on us, he was like there's a mission. I need everything you had on Susan Jacobs. The mission may never end. God, I hope it does. <laughs> or else we're going to be left with a hell of a cliffhanger here. We will. <laughs> Oh, Jesus. What if they end it with a cliffhanger? Like the whole series? No. No, right? That would suck. There have been shows, there have been iconic shows like The Sopranos that end it just abruptly. And you're just like, wait. It's like, nothing? Are you you kidding me? Exactly. I hope, I can't, I can't imagine they would. That would suck. This seems like a story that will be completed. Yeah, yeah. Uh, This is when Darlene learns that Susan was also Dark Army. And Elliot tells her, I'm going after White Rose. Which, I hadn't even realized, Darlene didn't know. No. I, compl- I, I, was, I was like, Darlene, you know what the fuck he's doing. Like, that's why I've been uh-huh. kind of, like, upset with Darlene all season. Yeah. That I figure out, oh, shit. She hasn't known. She yeah, doesn't but, know like, what he's on. she should have figured that out. Like, I figure, like, it's a logic. Like, you know, like, Ellie's not, like, not going to just, like, not care that Angela's dead. Like. Obviously. Like, he's going. He'll probably pursue vengeance. Exactly. And uh, he says, I'm going after White Rose. And uh, Darlene's like, yo, you getting yourself killed out <laughs> here. That is suicide. And he goes, probably. Hey, <laughs> you know? He said, yeah. Tends to be the case. He went all Ivan Drago. If he dies, he dies. You know? If he dies, he dies. He's done it <laughs> once. He can do it again. <laughs> <laughs> he says he can't give up. She'll find him if he gives up. She's going to kill them both anyway, and that's why he has to do this. And then Darlene's like, fuck it, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> I'll take you her You need down. me. And uh, now we got our uh, brother-sister duo back oh, yeah. from season one, because it's the first time they'll be working together since season one. Yeah, really. And in season one, that was the shit. I, I loved yeah, the camaraderie yeah. of season like, having one a was goal. Iconic. Season one was cool because like th- there was an obvious goal and we were always working towards yeah. that. The rest of the show has kind of been us finding our footing as they yeah, were. Yeah, exactly. So I like that now we're back to a place where we are trying to take down somebody again, yeah. which is another way this show has just been so cyclical. Right. It's we- it's, it, it weirdly resembles like a hero dynamic to me. Like a, Oh, it does, Like It's sure. like a, a superhero show, but it it's ac- way more mature. It actually reminds me a lot of the way Arrow is going right now. Mm-hmm. Just the way, the, the cyclical nature yeah. of it. But uh, that's not for this. <laughs> uh, for the first time since season one, they're really fighting for the same team. <laughs> that shit's so, it makes me happy. It's cool, it's cool. Uh, Darlene says that she didn't realize that White Rose was the reason Elliot had been acting the way he was, but instead thought Vera was the reason. And I was like, shit, Vera! That's oh. how the season three ended. The, the drug dealer. Wait, which one? I I did not remember because I was like, who is Vera? Like the one who, uh, killed his girlfriend in season one. Oh, that dude. That dude showed up at the end of season three. You remember that? Oh yeah. Wait, what did he say? I I he, I think he just said something like, "I'm back." 
And and you're like, because oh. he went to Darlene and Elliot and yeah. said, "I'm back." Or something or, along I, those I remember lines. that happening. And then, and then season four picks up. I completely forgot about it because they didn't rem- even address it. Yeah, I didn't remember anything. What the Yeah, hell? and then she goes, I thought Vera was the reason. And I was like, wait a second. Fair. That's right. <laughs> Damn. That shit happened. Yeah. Turns out that in the season three finale, someone encountered Vera, and it wasn't Elliot. And, uh, what, and So whose perspective was it from in... I'll get to that. I couldn't remember. Yeah. I'll get to that. Okay. Mr. Robot never told him. Darlene exits as Elliot says he'll be right there. Him and Robot have it out. They have a discussion, and Robot claims he has no idea what the fuck's going on. And right here, I was like, oh. I was like, oh, we're headed somewhere. We're headed somewhere. And it said, yeah. he says, if it wasn't you and it wasn't me, who was it? And bro, what? There's a third? I was, I was like... Like, that's what my immediate thought was, too. But I was like, no, nah, there has to be some other explanation. I don't think there is. I, I'd be willing to bet all of... Like, I don't know. I don't know. That. Who would the third be? Like, I was thinking maybe it was us, like the viewers. That th- but, like, I don't know. Uh, like, I, I don't think that makes... I mean, it might make... Yeah. I, I think it would have... No. No. Because I'll get to it here in a second. Uh... The hallucinations that the hallucinations that Elliot has of his mother and his younger self meet in the conference room, yeah. where he first met Tyrell and the E Corp lawyers, which I thought was interesting too because we haven't seen that room since that yeah. moment. Mm-hmm. I guess it was just the way they ended the first episode; they wanted to end it in the same place. They, yeah, I don't know though. No, 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 no. I think that there's something to maybe that room, that room, or that that Elliot maybe. Something about that Elliot. Oh. What? Like, I don't know. Like, maybe that Elliot's the third Elliot? I don't know. It's um, not. Okay. Because we get to that here in a second. His mom says, you shouldn't be there. You shouldn't be sitting there. That's not your seat. And immediately I was like, whose seat is it? <laughs> I was like, because that's, that's purposeful. There's yeah. no way that's yeah. not somebody's seat, yeah. you know? And uh, she's, he says, that's not your seat. We need to wait. And little Elliot says, for who? Elliot? She says, no. Mr. Robot? No. The other one. Who fucking is it? I don't know. Tyrell? I thought about that. I really did. I really considered it, but he had too much going on for it. He was famous. He was famous. He He couldn't be. His face is plastered everywhere. But I'm, I'm trying to figure it out now. Who could the third... Because I'd imagine it's someone we've already met. Yeah. Right? Yeah. They wouldn't just introduce something new here, right? No, they can't. Like, Sam Ismail is the thinking. type to fuck our minds up with something here. But, like, I don't know what it could be. I... I I'm... I have no idea. <laughs> I mean, let's, let's run through a list of characters here and see if there's anyone that's kind of... We might be off base too. We might be. We might not be thinking about it the right way. We we and I'm gonna go out on a limb here and say we definitely aren't. There's the odds well, are okay. that we are missing something here. So like, how can that have happened in reality though? Like, what do you mean? Could, how could what have happened in reality? Obviously, his mom nowhere. Like, his mom just died. Obviously, little like little Elliot can't isn't you know physically. Something like you can't physically yeah. see little Elliot. Yeah, exactly. So like um, that's that's why there's obviously a significance to that room. 
But it's all within someone's psyche. Like psyche. I'm thinking that is Elliot's subconscious. Me too. Me like too. That, like in yeah. Rick and Morty, where Rick mm-hmm. takes them to the uh, the uh, shit. I can't remember the place, but it was the Shoney's, oh, the yeah. family friendly restaurant at the yeah. at the beginning of season three. Like that's his Shoney's. Mm-hmm. That's the conference room. That is his subconscious. Yeah. And then that is what made me think. Okay, maybe Tyrell is the third. Because he's the only other person we've seen in that fucking room. But it's somewhat like, if they're saying we're waiting for the third, and that's within the context of of Elliot's subconscious, then whoever the third is isn't actually a third person. It has to be some sort of... Figment of Elliot. Maybe not even a figment of Elliot, but someone who's significant to Elliot. Okay, so are you saying that like? Because like, Mr. Would, Robot would they be like a Mr. Robot? Yeah, Mr. Okay, okay. That, then, that's, thinking, a fig, that's that's what I was. That's what okay, I meant by figment yeah. of Elliot. Okay, cool. We're on the same page now. But yeah, I think it would be too. I just don't know who it would be. I'm trying to think of other characters who we haven't seen with any other people. Mm-hmm. Is there a character in the show that we've they, only seen they with won't, Elliot? They won't do that because there were direct scenes where Mr. Robot in the first season talked and interacted with other people before they revealed that he wasn't real. Yeah, I suppose he did. That's true. Because, like, they had, like, physical scene, Like, like where he was a... I guess this was right after they revealed that he wasn't real. Um, but, like, I just remember him talking. Because I, when I watched season one again, I, went, I was like, did they, like, literally not have Mr. Robot interact with anyone? And I just didn't notice, but he definitely interacted with people. Yeah, he interacted with uh, Romero specifically. Mm-hmm. That's one I. That's one I immediately remembered because yeah. it was a. Uh, it was while Elliot was owed like uh, mm-hmm. coming out of withdrawal. That's the one. That's where I remember noticing it too. And I was intrigued by that. Oh, you know what, Mr. Robot? Yeah, he talked to them. But that would have just been Elliot talking to them, mm-hmm. which would have made sense why Mr. Robot was defending him in that situation. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're back. <laughs> uh, but like I don't know is like I, I, yeah, I, I don't think there's a person in this show who it could like you almost have to introduce someone new in theory unless it is us I don't know this is this is, seems like an unanswerable question at this point yeah until we actually find out yeah I have no idea I mean it this can go anyway. In the si- in the show, we have always been the third. We all, we well, yeah. They've always acknowledged us as being there. Yeah. So it's like, were we the ones who saw Vera? Like, I mean, I know we, we saw were, Vera. We saw him face like just his face too. So like, and it was like kind of from where Elliot was standing. So like, <laughs> was that our perspective? Like, was that supposed to be that? Like, I don't know. I mean, then, then there's also something to just how, like how Elliot kind of locks him. Like initially, he's always been known to lock out part in, cer- or certain things mm-hmm. and like compartmentalize a lot and like it not would, even be aware of his own like realities. And it would make a lot of sense for him to immediately see Vera and yeah, check out. Yeah, exactly. Because, because that's I don't fuck with Vera. Like, yeah. <laughs> no, no, it's yeah. not me. <laughs> <laughs> but I'm I'm excited. I am so excited mm-hmm. to see where this goes. Um, oh, I had a question, but I cannot remember it. Shit. Oh, oh well. So, 
episode two did not disappoint, especially the end there. The end no. was some of the most like, I was just like hair raising, goosebumpies type moments I've ever had when watching the show. Mm-hmm. Cause like as soon as she said the other one, I was just like, Oh, <laughs> who is it? Who is it? <laughs> who that is? Who that? Who that boy? Who, who him he is? Him that what? <laughs> I mean, I'm just racking my mind. I can't find anything. I don't know. I don't know. I'm We're done. gonna have to wait. I'm done thinking about it. We're gonna have to wait. So, uh, ready to wrap it up here? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Episode two of Mr. Robot. Very, very good. Very intriguing. Uh, again. If you uh, enjoyed the podcast, please go to Apple Podcasts. No matter where you're listening, I'd, we'd appreciate it if you went to Apple Podcasts and rated and reviewed. Because that's the that's the way we grow. That's, that would help a lot. That's how it go. And, uh, Bro. We'd, appreciate it, we'd appreciate it immensely. Uh, next episode's coming out on Monday. Hope you enjoy. This has been Colton Robertson and Tavares Pennington, the Penny Bloom Podcast. Thank you. Goodbye, friend.